Hello, welcome to Line for Line. This is your host Josiah Selina. Today is going to be a very special broadcast for the first time in Line for Line history, according to Josiah Selina. We now have a special guest on, and her name is Ariane, the daughter of co-host Joe, which you've heard on the last two episodes. All right, here we go. We're going to start with round one. This is I Look to You by Whitney Houston. Here we go. After all that I've been through, who on earth can I turn to? I look to you. I Look To You by Whitney Houston. Shout out to you in eternity if you can hear us. Uh, this is Farewell by Vicky Winans. Here we go. Reaching the lost No matter the cost It's my heart's desire Farewell by Vicky Winans against I Look To You by Whitney Houston. Ariane, we're going to give you the floor first since you're new in the building. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. Well, you played Whitney Houston. The end. <laughs> There's really nothing else to say. <laughs> end of story. End of quote. We're through okay, here. Okay. Yeah, you don't know um, what you've opened. Just here. take um, off the show mainstream. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again. Okay. Unplug the course. Yeah. I'm kidding. Um, and and you know what? And mom knows because we talked about this all the time. This is post Whitney Houston. This right. is the second side of Whitney yeah. Houston. Yeah. This was Whitney after. Her final, uh, after al- her final album before she passed. Right. That and also just as far as her quality of her voice. Right. You know, yeah. there was the Whitney and then there was the Whitney. Mm-hmm. So even this song, this song was in the, um, was after her, you know, after the quality of her voice went down due to, we're not sure, we don't know, we weren't yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but still, and as far as tone, mm-hmm. there's really isn't, there, there's, as far as I'm concerned, it's not a competition with the tone. Um, I I love uh, Vicky Winans. Her her skill is great, and she has a nice husky, raspy tone as well. Mm-hmm. But Whitney Houston, True. she has a purity to her voice that I still haven't heard anyone, you know, um, secular mm-hmm. or Christian, be able to match. Especially when she's at her best. Yeah. Um. So you know, I'm gonna have to give this to Whitney Houston just for the overall package, quality of her voice, 
instinct. Yeah. She know instinctually she always knows what to do. She knows where to go instinctually. Right. Um and Vicky Winan, she's also a legend. She's wonderful, but we are you know, if we're talking about against Whitney Houston, what mm-hmm. do we do? <laughs> so. That's true. It's a hard it's a hard case. What about you, Jill? Well, it's a little bit um it's a little bit harder for me because I mean, just the first hearing the first few, you know, notes, I almost wanted to cry. Looking at uh, what you just played, uh, you know, and comparing it to Vicki Winans, uh, who I really haven't heard a lot of, uh, to be honest. Uh, I've known about her forever and Mm -hmm. and, uh, have heard a few things. Um, But I have to say that... um, it's a real toss-up for me because mm-hmm. I'm so nostalgic, mm-hmm. as a lot of people are, for the Whitney uh, we knew yeah. and the Whitney, and then this being the one of the last things she did. Right. I'm so surrounded by that in my head when I hear this. I will say this since I can say what I want. Yeah. I, I believe that um, the second song was... A superior song. Mm, true. I love. I Good point. It, uh, is. Uh, it really is. Mm-hmm. And what I was thinking as I was listening to it, as much uh, as good as Wiki, uh, Vicky Wine and sounds <clears throat> sounded singing it, and as good as she is as a vocalist, yeah. just per se, um, one of my first thoughts was, "Oh, I was so impressed with the song." Almost immediately, I. Was I want? I would love to hear Whitney, Whitney Houston Whitney yes. singing it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's an amazing point. I, I, th- I think you. I think you cast your vote. So yeah. <laughs> are you gonna stick I guess with? Maybe you I gonna have. stick with the toss up? Are you gonna give a slight edge to Whitney? I'm going to. I, I'm going to. I, I guess if I have to, I'm going to give a slight edge to Whitney. Okay. Um. And and it's probably for a myriad of reasons. And um. We only have an hour, so <laughs> half hour actually. Half hour. <laughs> it doesn't matter, guys. Take your yeah, time. And it's slight though, because Vicky Vicky did a wonderful job. <laughs> yeah. Um. I'm gonna say for Whitney. My goodness, I can't even remember if they used um, background vocals on that track because mm-hmm. it was just her standalone voice it was almost acoustic, through the like whole acoustic thing. Set in a sense, even and though exactly, and even though this is post Whitney, mm-hmm. this song still kept your legitimate attention through the whole thing, and her range and the place she found in her vocal cords mm-hmm. throughout that song was was magical. Um, on the farewell song, though, the reason why I felt that would have been a good matchup for I Look To You, uh, in viewing the fact that this was one of Whitney's last records, farewell is a song, uh, the chorus says, farewell, I'll miss you, I'll never forget you. And that's pretty much how the world feels about Whitney Houston. And farewell just talks mm-hmm. about that, that deep, um... Grief, yet at the same time, joy and missing a loved one because you also have the hope that you'll see them in eternity one day. And uh, that's pretty much how the world feels about Whitney as well. So, and Vicky, again, like you said, superior. Her both, I felt both songs delivery and um, mm-hmm. package wise were almost even. But because of the magic and having just Whitney alone shine on, look to, on, on a look to you and then her range on that, incredible i'll give a slight edge to whitney so whitney won that first round um we're (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna get in now into round two 
of Kingdom R&B Queens versus Mainstream R&B Queens. This is Fallen in Love by Darlene McCoy. Here we go. Fallen in Love by wow. Darlene McCoy versus Spotlight by Jennifer Hudson. Do we stay home all the time? Cause you want me to yourself. Is that you? Is that you? Is that you? Or am I locked away? Out of fear that I find someone else. Is that you? Is that you? Spotlight by Jennifer Hudson against Fallen in Love by Dolly McCoy. So Joe, you got the floor for this round first. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. This is a tough one. I am not familiar with the first artist, but um, now I'm, I'm glad I am. I'm going to check her out because mm -hmm, great Absolutely. vocalist. Great song. Mm -hmm. Love the bright poppy feel. But she's singing about Jesus. And yeah. I always love a, a nice, uh, when people are able to um, uh, meld that, that you know, the more contemporary sound musically with mm -hmm. a great mm -hmm. uh, voice and a great message. Yeah. So... That's why I tell you is my issue with gospel music all the time. They they make it sound too churchy without incorporating other styles that are out there when they have the capability of or doing other so. Or skills. Uh, or exactly. Other vocal yeah, we were talking skills. about just the skill yeah. part the mm -hmm. other day and uh, how gospel... It's a restrained the, quality to a lot of gospel music. <laughs> yeah. We were just yeah. talking about that. Yeah. on the uh, Anyway. So, yeah. I mean, uh, this is a great singer and this was a great song and I was very impressed. Mm -hmm. Um, and well, and then here we go. Jennifer Hudson. <laughs> I'm not the biggest Jennifer Hudson fan in the Me whole either. wide world, to be perfectly honest with you. And it is not because the, the girl here. cannot blow because obviously the girl can blow. Yeah, obviously. It's yeah. just that she, you know, I, she's just not kind of like my thing so much. Mm -hmm. I, you know, um, I hear her out there. I hear her because she's Jennifer Hudson. Mm -hmm. So can I think about this a little bit longer? Of course. And you come back to me and <laughs> go course. over to her. Passing the buck. That's Unfair. for the moment. For the moment. I'm allowed. Typical mom. That's <laughs> my prerogative. Now we're not talking Bobby Brown or nothing, but yeah. <laughs> 
I'd be bringing it back to oh. like the early 90s. Yeah, that's, that's, the late that's another show. <laughs> exactly. I was about to say it'll be a whole other show on that. That's topic. what I was jumping double dutch. There yeah. you go. All right. All right. <laughs> okay, this is hard. This is hard. Is yeah. you, you know, I'll tell you why. I've never heard of Darlene McCoy, mm-hmm. but instantly the girl can sing. Yes. I mean, she can sing. That's with an A. With an A. Yeah. 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 And she has skill. Mm-hmm. And to mm-hmm. us who are. It, you know, no R&B, the girl can riff. The irony here is that Jennifer Hudson in this song, the reason why I liked Spotlight, um, because I'm, okay, let me go back. I was a big fan of Jennifer Hudson when she was on Idol, as mom knows. I was her biggest fan because I, I like yeah. big voices. Yeah, yeah. But then when she, you know, then uh, this when this first song came out, I found this song to be so controlled and so restrained mm. that I remember I was like, wow. whoa, wait a minute. This isn't like my Jennifer. Good perspective. But, you know, then it, it really, uh, it grew on me. It grew mm. on me. And I said, you know what? She's showing her, she's showing skill mm. in this song. She's mm. she's uh, she's not overpowering the song, which right. is what she's want to right. do sometimes. Yeah. And it really made me respect her yeah. as an artist. And I said, you know what? She cannot, she, she can't, you know, she has volume, which we all know, but she also can sing with the tenderness, which is her everybody loves about Whitney Houston yes. okay so I said so this is actually one of my favorite songs from Jennifer Hudson I think my favorite song from Jennifer Hudson so she's actually restrained because she's normally over singing to me after this song yeah. you know all her other songs she's right. over singing so right. I'm not a huge fan it's but like this the Celine Dion syndrome sort of we were talking about before and why she was so smart mm. to do her latest album oh, okay. maybe that's what I Jennifer I thought to say needs. Celine Dion could do like no wrong I thought you were going to say something yeah. bad about Celine no Dion. no when, what you were talking about in comparison to what she's doing now compared okay, to Okay, well, I haven't heard it. Career. I would like to hear it. What, Joe, talked about that. what mm-hmm. Joe said last week on that topic was that <clears throat> what they did with Celine Dion's newest record, Love Me Back to Life, was that her producers were like, okay, we've seen that side of you already. What else can you mm-hmm. do? Maybe that's, again, what Jennifer Hudson and that's uh, whoever Whoever produced, um, this is a great idea. When she, cause she was known for the belting huge you know um just that huge gospel voice and then she even though she's secular and then she came out she did spotlight and she's showing that she she can be you know controlled and she can kind of have some finesse she can finesse the song you know and i loved it but she can make her appeal a little bit broader and going back to whitney that's what would be great yeah. That's what made Whitney great. That's what made yes. Whitney can open her mouth and she can sing yes. and her voice can fill a stadium. We all know that. But yeah. she doesn't always do it. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's what everybody loves about Whitney Houston. That's, that's why she, that's why she, she was, had a perfect that's why there's no one who can be yeah. like her. Yeah. But this girl here, Darlene McCoy, I really liked I like the, the freedom with which she was singing. I, yes. I liked the way she was like, you know, I'm just going to let go and I'm just going to sing. And, um, and I love singing gospel. I love singing for God. And I'm going to sing my way. Yeah. And and I love R and B. And 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 God loves R and B. There you yeah. go. You know what I mean? And so I'm just gonna let this thing go. And because you know, he it does. Com- exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. In comparison to Jennifer Hudson, who I think really did not let go on this song. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I, I think I would have to, as much as I love Jennifer Hudson in this song, yeah. let me qualify in this song. Yes. Um, I'll have to give it to Darlene because I'm an R and B purist. Yes. And I agree because I think on the on the Fallen in Love song, which on a bonus note, I actually used that for Praise and Worship this last Sunday. But that song, next to Spotlight, well, first of all, I was telling you guys while Spotlight was playing, 
I heard that in the Hub store walking in South Africa a few years back, and the second I heard that song, I was like, okay, th- this is done. I-, I gotta find who this is. It's a bad song. <laughs> and what, <laughs> oh, I can't even describe to you how much I was rocking in the mall to that song. But that's for Spotlight. Now for Fallen in Love, next to Spotlight, it it doesn't sound overly produced. Here's my thing with Jennifer Hudson. Even though that song has more restraint in her voice, mm-hmm. it still sounds like she had a vocal producer or some producer in the booth. Dolly McCoy, like you said, she just let go. Yeah. And it didn't sound like... It sounded like she was the only one in the booth. That That's what made it sound so pure. It just sounded like a her and Jesus song. Yeah, you wouldn't say that. Would, would you right say... I, I, I agree with that. I wouldn't go so far as to say that Jennifer Hudson's song sounded contrived or no, sounded over sounded over you know over analyzed no definitely but but not. but i but there is something to that i do feel like there was a plan mm-hmm. it was jennifer you're known for this now there you do go. this bring down bring down bring it down more 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 okay because yeah. she's loud yes okay bring it down whereas i do feel like this one here darlene got in there and she just sang yeah, yeah. and that right there is a big Sorry to interrupt. Oh, that's fine. And just a plus bonus, because I'm glad that you brought that up, because a plus bonus to Jennifer Hudson is that you know you're dealing with a powerhouse vocalist. If you can even barely your mouth and your voice sounds like that. Open your Mm -hmm. mouth and your voice sounds like that. So I'm going to give props to Jennifer Hudson on that, too. Song to song, though. Actually, Fallen in Love is actually three years older than um, Spotlight. For me, it has more longevity than Spotlight. It sounds just as re- it sounds completely relevant. So it sounds wow. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give that to Fallen in Love just for its longevity and for its instant classic feel. So I'm gonna give that to Fallen in Love. So Dolly McCoy won the second round. Wait, wait, she didn't give her vote. Oh wait, oh, I, I didn't forget about you. Because <laughs> I already, don't want to make a decision. Yeah. Make a vote, but you already lost by default. Oh, <laughs> okay, well then, um, I was gonna say, well then, there you go. But uh, ooh. I'm going to say probably Darlene. Is it Darlene? Yeah. Darlene yeah. McCoy. Yeah. Um, for all the reasons that I said before, mm-hmm. uh, she's a fresh, new-to-me voice. Exactly, yeah. And somebody I'd like to hear again, mm-hmm. somebody who brings something to contemporary gospel that is current and relevant. She makes me want to listen to, to gospel R&B. Okay. There you there go. Because I kind of gave up that, on that, gospel R&B. Right. Be, and mm-hmm. this is what we were talking about uh, before. Yeah. Um, Sadly, I, she came She's nothing point. wrong with that song. Mm-hmm. Now, I, 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 yeah. I'm going to go with, so I'm going to go with, with that over, uh, by slight margin, only because even though all the things that you guys said about um, the Jennifer Hudson song is yeah. true, and about Jennifer Hudson in general, because she's Jennifer Hudson and has this marvelous instrument, um, I didn't like Spotlight when I first heard it. No. Um, I didn't get wow. it. I, I get it more now. I like her other stuff better. Yeah. Uh, but it is, a, it is a fine song. I didn't think so in the beginning. Jennifer is a fine singer. But I think the first song had the whole package for me a little bit more. So mm-hmm. I'm going to make, uh, make my right. decision it's on unanimous. it. So that's it. There we go. Team Kingdom against Team Mainstream. And right now the scoreboard is 1-1. So, here we get into round three. This is Miss B with Grown Woman. Hello, I'm a grown woman. I'm a 
Grown Woman by Miss Beyonce against Something Bigger by Mary Mary. Something Bigger by Mary Mary against Beyonce, Grown Woman. Grown Woman already has my edge because of the South African flavor in that song. Second of all, I'm just a Timbaland. Um, I'm a major Timbaland fan by default. So uh, his drums, his kicks, everything about that song was just right on target for me. Um, again, typical classic Beyonce delivery, you know with her little cockiness and swag in there. I mean, we're not going to argue about that today, but even though I don't credit you, B, for that, <laughs> I will credit you for your attitude and delivering it with such triumph and pose. Um, and Timbaland just backed you up the exact way you needed to be backed up on that song. Something Bigger by Mary Mary, they lean too much on that gotta do it, gotta do it big. I don't think Baby Dub, I, I, I love him as a producer. I don't think he did such of a great job as compared to Timbaland on Grown Woman. Content-wise, again, I don't condone Grown Woman. It just, it just makes women look as though they only exist because they made it with a... Come on, women are worth more than that. Come on, B. Anyway, so. <laughs> but Something Bigger by Mary Mary, I mean... Strong message, love the message, but I mean, they lean too much. The hook was just, it sounded lame to me. All right, um, Ariane, your turn next. This was a good comparison, these it two. Was. I was yes. going to say, these are, these are well-matched, I would say. Um, I'll be honest, as far as uh, Beyonce goes, vocally, she was doing what I tend not to like about Beyonce. Um, I'm not a fan of Beyonce's tone. I find it to be a little squeaky. Mm -hmm. um, except when she's singing in her low register. When she sings in her low register, like the song Halo, she sounds like a completely different singer. She sounds great. Um, but this song, um, I think because it was a little too staccato for her, I think that she doesn't um, know how to sound melodic enough on, on fast-paced fast songs when she has to sing staccato. That's just my opinion. Um, so, you know, vocally, not a fan. Um, I'm, I'm just not. Now, I think she has a lot of skill. I mean, she's a great performer and, and all of that stuff, which everybody in the whole world already agrees. Yeah. Um, 
But I, I always say, please go in your lower register because then we can hear that you can sing. Girl, come on. <laughs> I mean, she she needs to stay down there because that's when she distinguishes herself and that's when she that's when she sounds like a re- like like she deserves what she's getting mm. as far as accolades. Um now as far as the song goes, I happen to like that song. Never heard it before. I like the song. It's a it's a fun song. That's the thing. She has great producers. I don't know details about the production songs. I really don't. Not interested in that. <laughs> but another another great song. She always gets those hits, you know. And I love I love the style of the song. I just when I hear songs like that, I usually wish it was sung by somebody else. Hmm. Like some of Beyonce's songs, um, like the one you love, um, "Crazy in Love." I yeah. oh I love that song. That's what made me love Beyonce. Yeah, crazy. I just wish it was sung by a by somebody who's more skilled. Like every Ooh. time I hear that song, I'm like, man, this wow. person would sound so good. This person, yeah, that's just me. Mm-hmm. But um, so I would have to say vocally, um, I'm not impressed by what she did in this song. And I've heard Beyonce sing, and she actually can really sing. It's mm-hmm. just. Just uh, not in some of her songs. Now, Mary Mary, I think that they are, those girls are fierce. Yeah. They're fierce. Mm-hmm. They they are, they're nasty. That's mm-hmm. what we used to say, y'all. Yeah. They're nasty. Now, in this song, once again, in this song, they were a little too monosyllabic for me. Mm-hmm. I also True. didn't appreciate the staccato nature of the song. Mm-hmm. But again, that's why I thought this was a good comparison between yeah. these two. Um they could usually do much better than that, yeah, in my yeah, opinion. I fully agree. They can do fully they agree. they can handle they can handle songs as fast. So I'm not quite sure what's going on. Maybe it was because like you said, it wasn't the best production of the song itself. That could be it. I don't know. But in the end, I still have to give the vocals to Mary Mary yeah. over Beyonce because they're they're superior singers yes. overall, in my opinion, mm-hmm. just period. Yeah. Um, but I like the Beyonce song better. So what exactly are we voting on here? Well, if you take all that into consideration as a package, then Everything? I would okay. suggest toss-up for you unless you want to say it otherwise. I would have to say toss-up. Okay. All right. So one vote B, one toss-up. What about you, Joe? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with um, Mary Mary um, for the same reason that Ari just mentioned, which is um, you can never go wrong with them mm. uh, vocally, mm-hmm. and they never disappoint vocally it, we're talking tina and erica here yeah. so they disappointed yeah. a little bit for me here i'm not t- well maybe because of but but not because not vo- not because of their pure vocals it's because right. of the vehicle that was yeah. carrying them exactly. this time and i've told you one of the things that i really love and respect and admire about mary mary is for contemporary gospel artists i love their choices of the singles they release oh, yeah. Yeah. i love their choices awesome. of unique song. and keep they, it current i love that yep. they never were two black girls that can sing and can blow they never put out they put instead they put out walking they never yes. put out what you think they're going to put out there you go. they always go to the side yes love that about any artist 100% love that yes. i love when you really have your own voice and your own ideas exactly. about you know you what you're going to put out there for the for the public yeah. and and what defines you so great great point great point i, love I think that's the what choice was, i think of that's material. what was attempted this song as well something different something yeah new. I, there, 
music was not successful, but they, but they are so they put so much thought into their music. Those two, yeah. they don't they don't just sit on their talent. They, they don't sure sit don't. on the they don't do girls, the they can open their mouth and sing in their sleep yeah. and blow yeah. us exactly. all out of town. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they don't just sit on that. Yeah. No, they 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 seek to um, really carve a niche for themselves in the industry, and that's why I think they are as big as they are for gospel artists, and they headline along or co-headline with secular. Uh, performers yeah, and yeah. festivals and all these kinds of things, essence stuff, and even outside of, mm-hmm. you know, even just the black mm-hmm. genre or, or arena. So I, I love Mary Mary. And plus, like I said before, I have huge respect for Baby Dub, Erica's uh, husband, uh, the producer, because he's been for them since day one, oh, since the first smart. album. I didn't know that. Since the first album, and he's carried them sound-wise mm-hmm. and has helped reinvent them almost every time. And reinvent mm-hmm. is just the yeah. word, yeah. because I just love that, you know, uh, again, because I, I can't really emphasize this enough, but I'll, I'll just say it quickly and then move on. What you expect from looking at two black women, gospel, who you know can sing, they just kind of thumb their nose, you know, mm-hmm. respectfully <laughs> speaking yeah. at at your expectations. Mm, and so I'm so really, true. really cool with that. Now, I'm not too crazy about the song. I really feel that maybe they were trying to fill out an album. But anyway, they're, they're, they're just wonderful. Um, and as far as the Beyonce is concerned, I'd never heard it before either. It took a second or two, but I it really did. started getting After into it. After the first it. few bars, it yeah. got really and, good. Yeah, and the, again, it's, and, and you, you, you're right about the production. Um, well, that, me, me being a fan of that style of music, and yeah. y'all in the audience don't guilt trip me for this, but I've had that song on a repeat for like days. Cheater! <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with that song. But anyway, true toss up. We got one Mary yeah. Mary, one Beyonce, and one toss up. It so is really a toss up. True toss up. So the score remains yeah. at one each. Okay. We're now going to get into one of Joe's favorites. Here we go, Miss Shaka Khan. It's Not Over by Shaka Khan against I Believe by Yolanda Adams.
I Believe by Yolanda Adams against It's Not Over by Shaka Khan. Here we are again. It, it's another perfectly matched comparison. Wow, Shaka and Yolanda, why? What are you, what are you trying <laughs> to do to us? Why? why you just leave Boundaries, <laughs> come on now. Who can compare Shaka and Yolanda? But I guess you expect us to try. Mm-hmm. I, wow. That's <laughs> the whole point. Wow. Okay, I have to find something else then to make the decision for me because these are two master vocalists and mm-hmm. nothing more needs to be said. I don't have nothing more to say. They both they're both Chaka and Yolanda. So let's see. The songs, both songs I liked. Yolanda started off a little bit pedantic mm-hmm. for me, mm-hmm. but it picked up mm-hmm. as soon as she started to sing. There you go. There you go. Seriously, <laughs> so I was gonna say open up, but it wasn't even that. So no, she started just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I have a toss up. Toss up. There you go. Ariane. Mm. Wow. My mother is right. That's. Um, of course I am. But you're always right, mom. <laughs> of course I am. Yeah, she she Very she taught point. me to say that Very in public. Yeah. Um. No, for real. Oh my. I'm. I didn't grow up with Shaka Khan. Okay, that that's that's, that's a whole nother that's my mama's time. Okay, that's a little bit before <laughs> me. However, no matter what Shaka Khan sings, she always sounds like Shaka yeah. Khan. I mean, she's singing the phone book and she sounded like Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan sounds like she's always laying back in the lounge chair singing. She sounds like she got her feet up and she's following her nails singing. She literally is her when she opens her mouth. Analogy. She almost sings in a lazy way, but it's not. That is her style. That's her signature. Yeah. She just has this fluidity when she yes. sings. Yes. 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 That automatic. And and it's cuz a lot of people have big voices, but I think mm-hmm. it's that fluidity to her voice, the way she seamlessly goes from mm-hmm. line to line while just building and building, mm-hmm. which it's so it's, untrained. It's 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 so natural. It's it's exactly. It's organic. Mm-hmm. The way it's just this organic way of singing that she has. That's why I always sounds that's like why she, she just, has had this. That's career why she's this so long. with with the and world full of big singers. But that's yes. why Shaka Khan stood out. She sounds exactly the same. I don't like the song. I like her original sound. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I understand the plight of singers. They have to always stay relevant. We're in 2014. They can't keep doing the same thing. And exactly. I get that. That's Good the point. reason why I'm horrible. But I'm not a fan of the song. I don't like that style of song. Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like Shaka mm-hmm. Khan did anything special. Mm-hmm. I feel like she just said, I don't need to because I'm Shaka. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she was like, everything I do. She said, why? In fact, I told you she's leaning back. She's leaning back in the studio. She got an armchair in there. I'm telling you, she's just like, no. She doesn't have to even try. Yeah. She doesn't have wow. to try, which, right, which is great. The was a little bit I don't, mediocre I, it, was, it was below her. Good. It was kind of like, it was kind of like, oh, let me do this song for y'all. That's the yeah, way I felt y'all. it was. There you go. Now, um, now the the other one. I believe. The, by Yolanda Adams. The Yolanda Adams. Now the, I'm a, I'm a huge Yolanda mm. fan, y'all. I mean, this is this is problematic for yeah. me. And now the the last dance number for the Honey movie, by the way. For the what? For the Honey movie featuring Jessica Alba. Oh really? Oh, this oh. Yolanda. That's Anderson. what the kids dance to at the end of the movie. Oh really? Oh. I would never know. Yeah, okay. Never yeah, know. um, Yolanda Adams. I think she gave us a little taste of your of her Yolanda ness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Love that I word. Mean, she she gave us a taste. I mean, I'm thinking. I mean, like. The mid to late nineties is when she yeah. was at her peak. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, like, like the yikes, medley. 
Yikes! No, really. Yolanda was almost about as good as it gets. Yes. Her and Cece yeah. were at the yes. top of the gospel world, yeah. and that was the end of the story. Best now, believer. did she? Did she? Did she give give it all again? She didn't give it all. Well, all. she didn't. Have she gave us a little taste this, because of the kind of the problem material. is the song. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. I'm not a fan of that song either. Right. I'm not a fan of that style. She. I, I feel that it didn't give her a chance to sing. But mm. when she did sing, we see that she's just about as good as she was 20 years ago. which is wonderful so Shaka Khan kind of laid back leaned into it and you know she did her usual fluid free amazing (laughs) way of singing and Yolanda Adams just kind of teased us with it Uh Um, I would say the songs are equal in my book Um, but if we're talking vocally I would um, I would still have to give it to it's a tough one I I, 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 w- I think I'm gonna have to give it to Shaka. Okay. I'm gonna have to give it because you know why? When I say Yolanda, I think about butterflies and lilies and and yeah. beautiful things in life and something amazing. And yeah. she she gave me a taste, and I don't like being teased. <laughs> okay, so we got one toss up, one Shaka. Now it's probably gonna be another toss up again because I love that song. I love Which Adams. one? Oh, okay. The I Believe song. That song is. Okay, we're talking. We're comparing a 2013 song to a 2002 or three song, and for me, that song sounds just as fresh as when I first heard it. And not only that, I love the children's choir in there, even though it's a little downtoned for Yolanda. I think it made the song special. I think the only thing I wished that I that I believe did not do that it's not over did was Shaka Khan featured Lecrae on her track. But I believe had a hip hop beat breakdown, but no rap. So I think Yolanda could have found some rap to feature on that song. But, but we didn't hear any of that. <laughs> but I didn't know. That's just in the future of the song. But in the clips, based on the clips I heard, they were almost even to me, but I'll still give a slight edge to Yolanda. Um, I liked her tease a bit. I, I, Shaka's mm-hmm. a natural edit, but I liked Yolanda's little teases with her, her vocal parts. Yeah, you there. know, he brings he make, he brings up a good point because we all know these are both established mega singers. We all know mm-hmm. how good they are. They don't have to anything more to prove. Yeah, that's why they're sitting back in the chair with the lemonade because they, <laughs> they know it too. Exactly. <laughs> but the point about being teased at this point is almost equivalent to a form of reinvention. Mm. in terms of the listening ear at the moment i hear that but i, I you know what i prefer i prefer instead of all i, I can i can take stuff. oh well see that that was a problem i always had with you with uh with jennifer was that right. i felt like she literally put on all her jewelry on the same day yeah, she wore everything yeah. she had all the time yeah. you know what i mean she was, I the, love she was that the old analogy. lady in the park wearing everything yeah. and, <laughs> that's absolutely and, great. and that's, that's the problem with 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 jennifer hudson's <laughs> general rule so i appreciate a little tease, however, with a caveat, it has to be a better song. If you're if you're gonna be if you're gonna hold back, uh-huh. if you're gonna make me lean forward and please, 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 yeah, yeah, uh, give me a better song. Okay, I agree with that. The other thing I think I was gonna say on that point was I think singers in general get away with the lazy and a with a coffee and a chair thing as compared to rappers do. Like for me. People like Jay-Z or Kanye West who do the same thing with their rap music and said the Rocky Syndrome, okay, I've got the gold now. Now I can just 
put out anything and mm-hmm. people will buy it. It's a it's a locking to brand thing as a compared to let's hold you to higher standards because of where you're at now. So I believe no matter how big an artist gets, the key to survive is never arrive. And then also I think I no matter how big you get, you have to be called to higher standards as an artist. So I would put that towards singers or rappers, but I think singers tend to get away with it. More I than just rappers. think artists just totally take their listeners for granted. Oh, definitely. They don't definitely. work hard enough, and I, I, I'm the first one to say that about even my They'll appreciate most, them. my favorite singers. Right. I'm not even going to listen to other names, but my mom, my mother knows who I'm still in absolute awe about, and I've yeah. heard so, so many good singers in my life. But even when they, like when one of them came out with an album, I called it her lazy yeah. album, after literally lighting up my life. Yeah. Uh, one album, and then she came up new album. She was reinvented. She had a dashiki, and she was natural all of a sudden. And then, and then she's wearing open toe sandals and, and all of this stuff. Oh, and all right. of a sudden, she says, "I don't need to sing anymore. I'm just gonna lay back and kind of whisper in and you cool. and cool in you." Yes, and I said, "Stop!" Out the window. And I'm the biggest fan. I won't put up with it. Oh my! I gosh. won't. Don't wow. take me for granted. Well, let's put it this way. I feel artists in general, they'll. Honor their fans with their mouths, but they won't honor them with their work. You have to with honor their what? Honor their work. The, the first. The you said the honor their fans with their mouths. Yes. Like in this. Oh. Okay. So in other words, a lot of talking. Mean, like I'll give you an example. Okay. Beyonce will brag the whole day long about how good her fans are to her, but does her work also evidence that as of current? But isn't she? Isn't she known as the hardest working singer? She loves her fans so much that she's. So no, of course. Hey, she does that for music. She does that for music videos, for dancing, for entertainment. She's concerts. she's the full performance package. When it comes to vocally, like you were saying earlier, I believe she can always be held to higher standards. Yeah. Anyway, here we go. Next round. It is going to be, and the score still won one, by the way, because that was another toss-up. This is Meditate by Out of Eden. Here we go. Alright, that was Meditate by Out of Eden against Need a Reason by Kelly Rowland. And I'ma pick it up, pick it up, boy, can you put it down? Start up in the jack, then we end up on the ground. Yeah, I like the way the sound. Cause I'm in need of love, so let's make it. We don't need no rules, so let's break up, break up. And we don't need a reason, we just need a place.
drug boy. Alright, that was Need a Reason by Kelly Rowland against Meditate by Out of Eden. Ariane, you're first. I thought it was gonna be easier. Then the song got a little better at the end. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start by talking about how much I loved Out of Eden when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. When I was about 15, 16. What happened? <laughs> I bought my children Christian okay. tapes. In case, people, in case you guys don't know, my mother takes credit for everything. <laughs> if so, but if, this if, time it's true. If I have a new pair of shoes, she somehow takes credit for it because she imparted good taste in me. In you know, I mean, through the placenta, right. somehow she gets credit for everything. And so. I'll partially back her up. But. Uh, don't. You're too nice. Okay, <laughs> don't encourage her. Yeah. All right. I I. See, this is the thing. I um, when I was a teenager, I was so into music, mm -hmm. and it's you know, growing up on singers who were top notch. Yes. Okay. You got um, spoiled. I really got spoiled, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, you listen to too much Kim Burrell and Whitney Houston, oh my Lord. it will ruin your ear <laughs> by making else. it too good. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and then you know the training, you know, because I was trained and classically trained, it just was difficult for me to listen to mediocre singers. So, but. Around 15 or 16, I really made a decision for Christ, and I really wanted to experience Christian music. So my mom introduced me to Out of Eden. These girls came along, and this is how I felt. No, they can't really sing that well. Not a one. However, somehow, their, their music was... That album, that first album, was, was Joey so amazing all that all amazing. of a sudden, those all of a sudden, they just went up in my estimation. Yes. They all of a sudden were great, even though I vocally they're squeaky and as far as the, remember some of the vocals. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Vocally, just uh, as a general rule, <laughs> they were. I felt I found their tone to be squeaky and. And um, not fully that. rounded, and they had no vibrato. Mm -hmm. they, they were missing a vibrato. Almost like a black point of grace, sort of. Okay, a point mm -hmm. of grace. I'm trying to remember them. Oh, I think I remember That's them really, from your album. I would never think of an analogy like that. Black point of grace. That's okay, a, okay. Those early right, they, they were, I mean, like, years, like yeah. you know, compared to, like, country now. yeah, to the girls, to the people who were blown in my school, and the people I was surrounded with, I mean, we wouldn't have given them a second look vocally. Mm -hmm. We wow. would have been like, I mean, I'm, you know, there were too many of us who were singing. Yeah. And, tell, you know, tell, tell the audience who you, what your school was. Sorry, I'm <laughs> no. wrong. Anyway, I, anyway. I'm also a mom i'm a songwriter but i was a mom yeah she is i, she I went, went to the uh, fame high school sorry she's gonna get mad at me I'll, I'll take the you didn't even later. say the name of the school you keep nobody knows the, the fame high school oh, they know the fame high school okay. they don't know the real name all of right that's wow. that's great okay. so anyway so oh, yeah. Anyway, so they these so this group of girls because I love them so much and because the songs are so great and because they were speaking to what I needed to hear at a, 15, yeah. at a as a fifteen sixteen year old about loving God and still being cute and still being stylish but waiting you know not you know yes. saving yourself you and go. and just Amazing. putting up all of that it just it Amazing. meant so much to me at that, time. that they were like everything to me yes. while I was surrounded yes. by all these superior singers you got so what they hold. Absolutely. Absolutely. So they help. They they will always hold this place in my heart. Yes. Always. Good. Now I hear them. Now I haven't heard them since then. Because like I said, I'm, I'm, I'm still who I am, and and you know, 
I, you know, I could only take that first album after that. I was, you know, it wasn't good enough. But when I hear this now, I actually hear that one of the girls has developed a vibrato, which is wonderful. Mm-hmm. You know, she yep. that one that got better. Yep. You know, somebody's saying their the voice got rounder. Okay, it's not as tinny. Mm-hmm. And they she developed a vibrato, which really stands out to me, which makes it easier for me to listen to. Yes. And let's not talk about the song. I was feeling that song. There you go. That was a hot song. Yep. That was a hot song. It was yes. a real For me, uh, that's one of the best gospel R and B songs, period. How what, oh, what year I, is this again? That's oh one oh two. And so hard Meditate to is just yeah, because Out of Eden retired in 05, but that... This reminds me of There is a Love. Remember that song? Nothing that... compares to There is a Love. Please don't do that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I listened to it there. again recently, and There is a Love is... It just has that groove. I'm telling you, this song has a real groove, and it's like I'm really proud of them. Yeah, that, it's one of the best songs of their career. Um, I think I, it's the best I've ever heard them sing ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm really proud of them. That they, it's, it's, a great, it's a really great song, and she's really stepping it up vocally yep. um so i'm proud of them and that kelly Rowland, um i think that the girl um has a really nice voice i always have i always felt that she was completely overlooked in destiny's child i was going to let's say not this, even talk about that but i'm so glad ariane brought this up because i felt like i was alone here no you everybody knows <laughs> you're not alone i mean I, when destiny's child was huge was when i was about you know their age Deontay's only a couple years younger than me so i was like 16 17 and um destiny's child was that that they were they were they were hot they were yeah. hot but it really bugged me how Kelly next to Beyonce is so underrated. It really bugged me how I felt that they were equal as far Mm -hmm. as their vocal skills. It's just that we got to hear more of Beyonce, so we heard what she can do. Where if if Kelly had the same platform, we would have been able to hear what she can do. Exactly. So that's why to this day, Kelly Rowland is never going to ever be able to reach the fame Beyonce has because of this. this, what was set up back in Destiny's Child. Now, that's what it is. But I think that this, you know, Kelly Rowland has proven herself in the past several years. She's come out with some songs. We're showing that she really has some vocal chops. She can sing. Mm -hmm. What I really like about her is she has a really nice tone. Sure, he has a developed tone. A tone that's more developed than Out of Eden. Um, and, Her um, tone is what won me over, and that's what makes me. It's not my favorite tone, Roland but fan. she has. A, she's the, she has. She's a singer. Mm-hmm. You know, she's a singer, singer, and I, I got to give her credit for that. Um, and I really like that song. Also, whatever song that was, I'm feeling that song. It's but, my favorite from Kelly. Okay, yeah, I'm going to have to give the edge to Out of Eden. Okay. When I look at my this Good entire choice. picture. Very good choice. Good. Joe? She's giving me the eye. You should see her. <laughs> That's because um, I really don't I re- I really don't see how y'all overlooked um the material. Uh well you didn't. But you, you just touched about, on you're talking it. Talking about me. like the lyrics. Oh well, well uh, for Kelly Rowland. Yeah, to not, check out the lyrics. Uh not well. Yeah, well, which are pathetic. I'm not. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to be misunderstood. Um, I'm just as a about, just a quick thing, the most pathetic parts of that song, and no offense to y'all, but of course that that's why I didn't play it. Future and Bay Mayhor's features on that one is just trash. But Kelly, you, you should have just took that solo. Anyway, go ahead. I just think that um, she she can sing, and for someone who who you know, is a veteran in the industry by now and who has um, been unfairly not um, 
featured or mm-hmm. not had the chance mm. to show Big what point. she can do on mm-hmm. um, being in the shadow of, you know, um, you know, of Beyonce. Um, I think that the girl needs to watch her material in mm-hmm. the sense that she needs to just not do what everybody, every uh, other little Thanks. black girl just with the voice. Just to make Come on, smarter people. choices. Just to make smarter choices. She does. Exactly. So she's going to have a so chance. So when you just Thank say, you. Lyri- oh, because the lyrics, uh, no, not not per se. Can we please think again? Mm-hmm. I mentioned this on another show. Mm-hmm. Can we please, if you, for and particularly for somebody who has experienced this living in the shadow mm-hmm. issue. Mm-hmm. How are you going to distinguish yourself? Thank you. Well, see, this is the problem. She, she's, she's, uh, she's playing catch up, yeah. and it's obvious she's playing catch up. She's living in the past. She sees Beyonce has become this huge sex symbol. Yeah. And yeah. Kelly is trying to catch up by being, um, by trying to do this whole sexy thing. Yeah. And the problem is that Beyonce. You know, between them two, Beyonce already has that market. She has that. Yeah. She has that little niche. I so. hate to say this, but Beyonce is more, uh, and not not to say she should do this, but she's more natural at the sex thing compared to Kelly. Well, she, well her daddy had her doing this, and she was fifteen. That's 16. one. But then Kelly got more class. Why doesn't she go for that image? Well, apparently she doesn't have much more class. Yeah, um, <laughs> where are you getting that from? I just really, we, I, I honestly, I, it's my turn. <laughs> just i don't know where y'all are getting ahead, this Jen, class thing ahead. from because because honestly we would like to think that she has more uh, honestly wishful thinking uh okay well that's a totally different thing um so i'm not too crazy about um i agree with y'all on her abilities um i i didn't even know that she could sing as as well as she could i really haven't heard that much from her but what i have heard has been along this line and it's been there done that for me what what other little black girl trying to make it and she's a a better from her like if i was a boy from beyonce will you please think she has what i'm saying right they somebody needs to write um, unconventional R&B She needs somebody who believes Kelly. in her. She needs the you clout of of uh, you know to be able to attract these people Excellent and points. and and that kind of thing. Yeah. So along yeah. that line, that's what I have to say about that. The Out of Eden song. The Out of Eden song. Uh, I agree. I pretty girls, much. Uh, <laughs> I pretty much feel the same way you do on almost every point. They they made really good music. No, they, maybe they couldn't sing that great, the but they had everything so else, yes. and it was just like you know what? I want to do this too. I, I this is this is me. It can be done. This is me. Yeah, and still be cool. And I realize and, you don't have yeah. to be able to blow and do you know a ten note riff. To really be hot. Ah, uh, you put it Which, perfectly. So they win. For they me. had the exception for me. Now, and other times, yes, I, I, you know, I still have my standards. But for them, because of everything else they had, exactly, they didn't need it. That's right. They, they had a golden moment with that album, that exactly. first album, that production team of mm-hmm. Toby Mac and and, and I've heard the other Brothers, people yeah. say the this about, Brothers, about, about, about uh, Out of Eden. Everybody feels that way about that album. I've that heard it. I've read it. That album meant so much to young Christian so girls. So many young Christian girls. Wow. God will will give them a well done when they get up there. That whole. A package of people involved in that project. Oh, well, I'm glad. Because and here yeah. is his proof right here. I will be exactly. saying I say thank you to them now if 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 they're listening. You know, we, because of the impact yeah. it had on my own daughter, it was no small thing. 
I'm so glad to hear you and Ariane's opinion on the first Out of Eden album because, to be honest, um, I was seeing like how much and hearing how much of a difference it was making in young girls' lives, but I, I didn't really feel so strongly about their first album because I was introduced to them in their latter albums. Mm. So like songs like Meditate and then like, uh, I don't know if y'all heard, songs like Love, Peace, and Happiness mm -hmm. or Soldier... Like, for me, Out of Eden, they were always either unique to the current trend or were equal to the secular R&B standards in song quality-wise. Even if they weren't song there... Song quality, yes. Even if they weren't up there vocally-wise mm -hmm. in everyone's opinion. I mean, their vocals are cute still to me, but... Um, cute, they are. Their songs, they are. any secular artist could cover. And that's how high quality it was at in those 2000s and, and 90s phase. Now, what I would say... And, you know, again, maybe I'm biased to Kelly or something, but that song for me is, is, is just a jam for me. I mean, take out Future and Bay, Made Horse Parts, and it's perfection for me. That's the way for me Kelly should be tone-wise. Now, again, like I said before, Kelly needs to drop the sexy thing, stop living in B's shadow, yeah. and just be the woman of class she is. I greatly applaud her for being a fantastic judge and coach on the x factor but i mean oh that's where you get the classy thing from exactly okay because I, mean, I was wondering right, yeah, i, mean, I, I was don't know anything too. about yeah. i don't have any negative feelings about her it's right, just that i right. haven't seen anything particularly classy but she needs to be out of the her. box like y'all were saying she needs to be smarter with her songs just as far as, as more clever smart excuse me there you go that's what it that's, is because nita reason's not clever like to go with joe's point that song sounds like every other r&b girl trying to make it and trying to fit in with all the other lame rappers that are out there. And she shouldn't have to so. do that because and like she, you she said, did, she's, she's been a in the game veteran in the industry years. and I give her that. Look who Kelly's been collaborating with as of late. Lil Wayne, Future, Bell Mayhor. I mean, come on. Just, just because when you collaborate with artists like that, you gotta drop to their standards of yeah, lyrics. Drop yeah. to their level. So instead of dropping to their level, pick your collaborations better or pick your songwriters better. So anyway, end of mm -hmm. point for me. Anyway, Out so of Eden got that round. Out of Eden? Yeah, because I, I went with Kelly, but Out of Eden by default wins. So Kingdom now ups mainstream by 2 1. Here we go. Kingdom first. J Savior. Savior by Jay against Fall by Brandy.
it's your turn to go first. Call me crazy, but I actually had that on my most recent trip to South Africa. It was like, and by the way, I'm a night owl for those of y'all who don't know. I was up at midnight and I... <laughs> midnight, that's not that late it's here. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare this happens to me. But fall, I played on repeat for a straight hour to two hours. That's how good I thought that song was. What did you like about fall so much that made you do that? I think it was the production and also it's kind of different approach. I mean, plus, I'm, I'm also a sucker for the Natasha Bedingfield sound. And Natasha Bedingfield was one of the co-writers for that song, and you could tell. Because Natasha Bedingfield, if she were to sing that song, it probably would sound better than Brandy's version. But, I mean, you could tell her little juice was in there. What about you, Jill? Probably Savior, because I really had never heard it before. Ariane, what about you? I've never been a huge fan of Brandy. Um, like when it was her versus Monica and the boy is mine, I was team Monica. <laughs> um, wow. I was always team Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, because like I said, I, I'm a fan I'm a fan of more developed tones, mm. round tones, and Brandy's tone is not round. Mm-hmm. She she there's a, it, it's it's aesthetically pleasing in another way. It's just not mm-hmm. my my favorite type of sound Mm -hmm. what i do like about brandy is that vocally she's skillful Mm -hmm. she has a good handle on her riffs Mm -hmm. she's good at that we don't want to take anything from her right i mean she's right the girl right it's it's only just a matter of of taste taste Mm -hmm. as far as her tone i'm not a fan of that tone some people like raspy tones some people like pure tones some Mm -hmm. people like you know i'm just not a fan of the brandy sound but i do like what she can do with a song i um did not like that song I um, don't know what it was. Didn't like it. Now, about this Jay, I am not a fan of her sound. Hmm. I see why you did the head-to-head. They both have that same type of sound. Mm-hmm. They both have that um, non-rounded sound. Mm-hmm. Um, not quite on the edge of raspy. It's something else. I got to give Brandy props because she she knows how to sing to me better than Jay from what I've heard in the song or how I've heard her do mm-hmm. her collaborations with other artists. I don't think, um, I think Jay needs to, um, or maybe over time, is she young? How old is she? Jay is around, I think, mid-twenties. Mid-twenties, almost 30. I, th- I think she could use a little more color to her voice, mm. um, just as far as dynamics. Um, nice sounds point. like she's always singing out full voice. I think it's a stylistic color. thing because... For me, Jay almost sounds like what Rihanna could be. Rihanna, I will say the same thing about Rihanna. Rihanna needs that as well. Mm-hmm. It, um, you know, between Jay and Rihanna, I don't know. That's a toss up. <laughs> you know, I really, yeah. you know what I mean. I'm not like I said. I'm not. I'm not. I'm also not a fan of Rihanna's voice. So there goes that. I'm toss not a up. fan of either tone, but I prefer. Brandy. But Brandy has more skill. Okay. I have to give it to Brandy. Yeah. To, to Brandy. Yeah. Okay, so we got. I went with Brandy. Jay Brandy. Okay, so that's uh, Team Mainstream. Yes. So the score now is 2-2. Two, two. Here we get into the next round before we take a break. Um, this is going to be Miss MC. Shake it off. Here we go. I gotta shake you off. Gotta do what's best for me. Baby, and that means I gotta shake you off. By the time you get this message, it's gonna be too late. Uh-huh. So don't bother paging me, cause I'm in my way. Grabbed all my diamonds and clothes Just ask your mama, she knows You're gonna miss me, baby Hate to say I'm told you so yeah. When I first met 
Sex and light and balls and leaves So packed up my Louis Vuitton Jumped in your ride and to go You'll never get what kind of girl Who loves you more than me I gotta shake it off All right, that was Shake It Off by Mariah Carey. Again, Cece. We lift our hands and we've learned to dance and seems we've got the notion that we're going through the motions. Now tell me really, is that victory? Tell me. But there's a place I found and it's a much higher mountain. It wakes me early morning and I know it's I am calling me into worship to give me Higher Place of Praise by CeCe Winans against Shake It Off by Mariah Carey. Ariane, you go first. And oh then we shall take a break. My. A much needed break. Now we heard some real singers here. Now, I have to preface this by saying that I am pro 1990s Mariah. Like the Whitney Syndrome. Uh, but see, it's not the same because Whitney lost her voice. <laughs> she did not want to lose her voice. It right. was due to other things, yeah. other factors, yeah, external factors. On, yeah. Mariah Carey reinvented herself mm -hmm. after her divorce. And she decided she doesn't want to be this diva, you know, this pop princess anymore. She wants to right. do R&B and take off her clothes because that's what <laughs> she was meant to do. Yeah. Um, so now so she's, 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 yeah, you know, a now she, midlife crisis. Now she's shaking it and she's whimpering and whispering instead of singing. So I have issues with Mariah. We've talked yes. about it before. Yeah. Anyway, um, Mariah, I don't know if she can still do what she used to be able to do in her first three albums. If you were to look at my music, my small music collection, I have her first three albums. I don't have anything after that. I, I refuse. For a good reason. I just can't. I can't support that. I can't support that type of decline. I just can't. And it was a willing decline. Huh. So that's just my opinion. Okay. Um, but... So when she so this song I I was I really just didn't like her new R&B feel I just wasn't feeling it I was like I mean she had an epic voice um it was epic and um, she was able to do almost anything on top of having a, this amazing instrument she also had soul and where people are actually actually comparing her to Whitney Houston nobody could be compared to Whitney Houston but Mariah was so good that she was almost comparable to Whitney Houston what did you think of their duet on one you believe it was wonderful but Whitney Houston will bring anybody up so I mean you sing with a genius you're mm -hmm. going to get even better true Mariah but Mariah Carey stayed true to herself she's always in the upper register her whistling that she does oh um she she, she does that and she sounded great I think they were great but she's you know there's still Whitney Houston there's still Mariah mm -hmm. And they're both wonderful. But this song, I cannot say, this song is never to her own standards. This, this song 
is not as well as she can do. It's not. Mm. It's about other things. It's a really good, catchy R&B song that makes me want to dance. I like the song, but vocally, it's not Mariah. Mm, okay. Now, Cece is the only woman who I can say is almost comparable to Whitney when Cece's at her best and when Whitney was at her best. And here's the talk amazing... About, talk about a duet, honey. What about yeah. the Whitney-Cece wow. duet? Now we're talking, okay? That's that's a very good point. I was going to say about Cece, the funny thing about her, because I had, um, when I was going to college, um, it was for media school and a TV program, and I had to once uh, be help on the audio boards when uh, Marvin Winans was on the show. Mm-hmm. And when he was talking about his little sister Cece... He said she was the only one in the family that did not want to sing when she was little. <laughs> I didn't know she didn't want to sing. <laughs> and they, they had to literally make her sing and look where she is today. But anyway, go I'm ahead. I'm not surprised. I mean, um, Cece is, she has just about a perfect voice. Hmm. And there's really nothing yes, else to does. say. She has perfect tone. Yes, she does. Perfect skill set. Amazing instincts. More than color, she does. She never gives it. Ever. She never throws herself on us. Mm, she's she, virtually a perfect singer. She's a perfect. That's why I said her and Whitney Houston. Whitney Houston, I have to give the side edge to, but she's right underneath Whitney Houston, even Whitney at her best. So now people used to think that about Mariah Carey, but only when Mariah Carey was at her best. So the difference here is that Cece still sounds just as good as she used to. I'm not a fan of the song. But C.C. Winans vocally still sounds like she did 15 years ago. She's, I mean, that she still has that amazing, the one of the most beautiful, roundest. Yeah. I mean, her voice is just, her it's, voice it's is luscious. Treasure. It's a luscious, it's a luscious voice. It is luscious, and it's yeah. just amazing. Thank God for musical families that push you. I'm telling you. Yeah. And I feel like Mariah Carey, vocally, she's simpering and mincing through the song in her heels. <laughs> Pretty know. all the time, smiley all the time. Oh, I got gotcha. you. Trying to be shiny all the time. Anyway. Mariah Carey, she's just doing too much. She needs to stand there and sing because unless she lost her voice like Whitney Houston did, and I suspect that she still has the majority of her voice because a few times I've heard her sing out like that, that Christmas oh, thing. Christmas and I was like, hold on, hold on, right? She right still got some of it. Yeah. But she would rather, but she's sacrificing her actual vocal quality for for the genre. She wants so badly to be R&B and to have all of her songs R&B and to have that feel and to have that atmosphere that she's, because she doesn't want to do the ballads anymore. That's where she needs to be. The, bigger, my, so, the bigger, rounder song. Because songs. she has it, in my opinion. She needs to be doing the ballads. I can't judge because, like I said, I'm, I'm horrible. I'm a snob. I'm not thinking about what these singers need to do. They need to reinvent themselves to humans like you and I. Yeah. You know, but as a listener... You I know, would say give best of both. Because between these two? I she know, went from one extreme to the next. You're talking about between these two songs? No, for Mariah Carey. Oh, well, you, you know what? i tell you this. I, 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 as far as this, this, this face-off here, the song is catchy. I've heard it 10 million times. Mariah's <laughs> song is catchy. But Mariah, she is, she's not just teasing. She's, I think she's willfully holding back on her skill. She's, she's making a decision for me as a listener. She's deciding that I would rather, I'd rather experience this than experience a pure, experience her at her best. Hmm. And, and, wow. and wow. this is insulting right. to me. Hmm. So, um, guess who doesn't get my vote? Oh my. <laughs> well... Even though I'm a fan of new Mariah, I, I gotta, those are very legitimate points, Ariane. Yes. 
Ariane brought some great presents to the show. Anyway, go ahead, uh, Joe. What do you feel about these two songs before we take a break? Okay. Well, I'm going to surprise everybody, and I'm going to tell y'all that Shake It Off is one of the cutest songs yes. <laughs> of recent times. I agree. Fully agree. And that is huge coming from me, Mariah. Are you listening? <laughs> Oh, boy. Anybody will tell you I am more. I'm not like that. Yeah. But oh, that is wild. an adorable song. Like, and what Mariah, what <laughs> what I understand Mariah Carey to be more of is a lyricist like me. So I'm hearing standout lines that are, and it's almost rappy. Yeah. It's almost it rappy and she's rappy. on it. And that's because that's because of Jermaine Dupree, first of all. Mm. Uh, first of all. It does have a Jermaine sh- Dupree. Shout out to actually. Jermaine Dupree because any track you're on, brother, you give it your sound. That's it one. It does have a Dupree sound. I forgot two, about him. Two, I love the point you just gave. She ain't no rapper. No way in she heaven did on a earth. But at the same time, she was on point with that beat. She was on point. And I just think, She has crazy skill. And that's the reason why. I'm irritated. I, I, yes. Well, okay, okay, well, that's the thing. How, Why do you have to be irritated? How Don't take she, it so personally. How can she maintain such a high pitch and have a rappy tempo, first of all? That's almost like the Beyonce syndrome. How can this you dance? This is a dance? great song. I'm sorry. Like how the Beyonce she syndrome. This is a great pop song. It's natural for her. This like, is she, a great she, pop she's song. She's a soprano one. Saying. She has a very... She, she, she's a, a high soprano. <laughs> it's no sweat for her to stay in the upper register the entire song in her whispery, feathery voice <laughs> that she's appropriated, this yeah, new yeah, thing yeah, she's doing, because I know what Mariah can, can do. do. Okay, yeah. need, need I bust it out? Done? Okay, okay, so come on. Yeah, okay, yeah. Mariah can do way more. But every song in the past 10 years have been deliberately held back. Not that every song in the past 10 years has not been this cute. You know, that, that that's the point, but it's not enough of a point. I'll give I'll give both a level there. Look, I had you. Wait. <laughs> I think. <laughs> well, well, well. Okay, there, yeah, I can't get there, it. There I have nothing there. There goes Ariane's point from earlier in the show. Anyway, no, I believe I firmly believe I would say like on Ariane's point, Mariah has given us that dimension of a singer in the '90s, but since the 2000s hit, it's only been the reinvention thing not that it's not good because i've been a fan of it since day one but at the same time you got to give us the best of both after having such a long streak of 90s songs in that realm that's a nice compromise that's a nice i I think uh, does any but do any of you feel i don't feel that the music that she has today i don't feel that she's singing yet i still don't feel now if you you have now showed us you can you can do ballad diva Celine Dion yeah. style level, and you now can do like you know typical R and B, you know shake your booty. Now give us both. Bring to yes. to, uh, to us fans who miss the old Mariah, who miss the soaring songs. Yeah. Bring give us a couple of those on the album. I haven't heard any. Just okay, yeah. I haven't heard any, and I, I always have in my mind. I always, I always have in my mind Mariah, even live, even when we sang with her, she still opened her mouth, even in rehearsals. She wow. opened her mouth. Wow. That was a, I was part of a choir, and we, we yeah. sang background for her when I was in high school. Yeah. And 
It was right before she did the change. It was right before she did the change. Wow. Her following album was wow. actually I think it was that album. Um, but it was, she was still she she kind of had this transition album. Like late she 90s, did have, early 2000s. Late 90s. Okay. This, is, this is like 96, 97. Okay. And all I know is that she was still, she got up there, opened her mouth, and she couldn't help it. Her voice took up the, it, it filled Madison Square Garden. And we're all there like, wow, we're with Mariah. <laughs> you know, and now she gets up there. Da, 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 da. I mean, it, come on. I mean, come on. Okay, I'm not, but I'm not talking about that. I totally agree, as I said, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about being able to distinguish between that and um, a one-time situation, or that's how I view. What's it. one time? That this uh, "Shake It Off," the title is cute. <laughs> the song is cute. She it's sings full cute. Of She's hooks. cute. <laughs> and it's a a rap, a singing rap. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, you would like something like I'm that. I'm in love with it. I, I like it too, but I, think but, that, I don't probably, know. But for not, me, it's nothing it, special for me, though. It's the mo- one of the most bounce. Adorable. I think it's one of the most bouncy. Very bouncy. It's so cute. Okay, so I'm sorry, but for we, modern Mariah, what's, what's, what's your vote? Well, d- what's dear your vote? mother, what's your vote? Her or Cece? Oh, I forgot. About yeah, forget. Remember her? <laughs> <laughs> Is there other rapper besides her? Actually, I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, she got you. Yeah, yeah. No, she's not. I'm not in me because I'm focusing so much on the song. Now let's focus that on I the- forgot about the great CC wine as mm-hmm. oh forgive me please I'm so sorry. <laughs> um but well wow uh who oh wow yeah I forgot yeah. okay mm-hmm. CC hmm here's the thing though Help. usually <laughs> usually here's the thing Somebody. if you're listening to a song clip for clip on the on this a show like this and one song made you forget the other one, that usually means that you... That's not the song that made her forget. You know what? You the know, song but, did, that's a good point, but the song didn't make her forget. What? Her, her, her own verbiage made her forget. <laughs> okay? Her own rhetoric made her forget. Okay? That, that's that's why she forgot. Okay, anyway. Okay. This is the rebuke of a dog. Okay, right? any, any... She got all worked any, up in, in the lyricist side of it, yeah. but you cannot say <laughs> that that Shake It Off made her forget... You know. The great CC wine is. The great CC wine is still the great CC wines. I will say this, forgive me, but I'm going to go for shake it off because I'm so proud of myself or something <laughs> that I actually shocked found yourself. something. That's that's really what I meant to say. Thank you, Josiah. You I'm actually I'm so I'm so amazed mm. that I have I'm making this choice. I like the fact that I'm being fair. Yeah, and good. that you, you know, you've and, learned the art of the program. Yeah, and CC is CC, and nobody's going to dispute it. So that's going to have to be enough for the moment. Mm-hmm. But shake it off is too cute to pass up for me. Yeah. All right, shake it off. So, All right. so Mariah Carey got that round. Anyway, we are going to take a break. This has been part one of Kingdom R and B Queens against mainstream R and B Queens. I know you have enjoyed having Ariana in the building today, and. <laughs> I don't know when we'll have time for another one, but this we got to do more often because I have noticed throughout the show, Arion even brings 10 times more life out of Joe. But oh. not that I can't. <laughs> not that I can't. Not that I can't do it. I like more now. But you could see they're a perfect mother daughter match. So here we go. We're going to take a break. We definitely come to the end. But it ain't over. Fire and tools on the way.